You're listening to the Get Unstuck podcast with business mentor, health and fitness influencer, and trainer Heather Newman. Each week, Heather provides you with tips and tools to glitter your soul and add sparkle to your life. Let's get unstuck. You are not a tree, so let's learn to move, change, and find true happiness by creating a vision and living your dreams. For blog posts, business tips, fitness training, at-home workouts, and more, subscribe to GlitterU.com. Now, let's get happy. Here's your host, Heather Newman. What is up, you guys? We are back for day 14. And today, we are talking about money, and we're talking about income goals. Um, Today's podcast the Daily Unleash is not something that a lot of people are actually comfortable talking about. And I'm not really sure why. Like it is what makes the money, makes the money. (laughs) It is what makes the world go round. And we all know that we all work to make money. Now, I know growing up and going through whatever career choice that you've made, and even at your first job when you were what, 15, 16 years old, Whatever that looked like for you, nobody ever discussed like, well, what do you make and how much are you making? (laughs) Because you knew that the person next to you might be making more than you or could be making less than you. It just depended on so many factors. And it wasn't just like discriminating. It just means that like if the lady that had been working behind the concession stand had been working there longer than I did, well, then obviously I'm not going to get hired and make the same amount of money that she had been, right? She had already expressed or shown her loyalty and you grow and you evolve and hopefully whatever job you're in, there's like a goal and a next level that you're always shooting for so that you're always forever evolving. So what I struggled with the most was looking ahead you know, I, I went to college, I graduated college, I got my degree, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I worked in insurance, and I was going to continue working in insurance. And then I had to pivot because something happened. I'm not going to get into my career paths here, but something happened. And I didn't want to move to a certain area. And that's where the position was. So I had to pivot, I ended up going into the hospitality and hotel industry, which is not even that wasn't even on my radar. And then years after that, I ended up going into accounting and bookkeeping and working for CPA office and all all these other things that I never even imagined. But in the hospitality industry, I ended up in the finance department. I've always been good with numbers. I was always good in math. I was a business major, marketing minor, and I just knew it. I understood it. I didn't have to study it. It just came to me naturally. So I ended up in finance and there again, it it left me with a finance background, but like nobody talked about money. I was the girl, okay? I was the girl that if you rented um, or booked the suite, the biggest suite up in the freaking VIP section um, of the hotel or any event you were having and you had to book let's say a wedding, something at the venue of the hotel, I was the girl who had to run the credit card and hold the amount on the card so that we could make sure that you could cover all of your expenses, your room service or your food and beverage. And so I had to do a lot with numbers and people. And what was so embarrassing was 
let's say someone was staying in a VIP suite and let's just say hypothetically that it was about $1,250 a night and what the hotel would do is the system would automatically grab for that money, right? It would grab for the hold on the card for the next night knowing when the you know client or customer was planning on leaving and checking out it would make sure the hotel would make sure that it had its funds available so that that person could stay there well i was the lucky lucky one that if the credit card was declined for whatever reason i got to call the customer usually a vip customer and just ask them to kindly come up to the front desk and present another form of payment. So there again, it's something that nobody wants to talk about, but things happen. I mean, it could have been that A, the person couldn't afford the suite and they were just trying to show off, or B, their credit card only gave them a certain allotment of space to use and maybe the hotel had grabbed for too many things or too many charges were going through on that card and they were visiting from out of town like it could have been a number of things regardless it's kind of embarrassing right so i talked about money before in one of my coaching sessions and i had someone in the group that really did not like me talking about that and you know, at first I thought, well, gosh, why, how are you going to learn to do better? How are you going to learn to manage money better? How are you going to learn exactly how to be comfortable with it if you don't ever want to hear about it or you don't ever want to learn about it or you don't ever want to talk about it? So I'm here today to help you debunk what is in your head regarding money and income and goals and I don't know. It for me personally when I finally realized that I'm going to stay in the same cycle, right? I was in a cycle of just like I don't know. I don't know what my income goals are. I don't know what my money goals are. I just know that I want to live like this and I'm not really sure how much money that's going to take to live that way, right? Like I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Um, my husband and I work very, very hard. There were days I remember when we first got together that like we could barely make rent. We had X amount of dollar for our grocery bill and usually we go over. So then I'd be like, great, we spent too much on the groceries. <laughs> like, I mean, it was not fun, but I didn't know any other way, right? It was just like, almost like someone threw me in the water and I was just like dog paddling. Like, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I didn't have a plan. I understood money, but I didn't have a plan for how I wanted my money to work for me, what I wanted my money to go to. I was just rolling with the punches. And needless to say, and you know, when you're in college or, um, that was the ride I took. I took college, so I can't speak for everybody. But when you're in college, all these credit card companies send you these, hey, apply for a credit card. And sometimes when you're so desperate in college and you don't have that much money, you are very tempted to open up a credit card and just use that to survive, which is exactly what they want you to do, which is exactly why you should not do it, which is exactly why I encourage anyone who is a senior in high school to follow and learn the Dave Ramsey way. Dave Ramsey is a go-to. He is the number one in his field. He is a professional financial game 
game planner. He can help you. If I would have found Dave Ramsey when I was 18 years old, I would be so much more better off today. I just didn't know. But nobody wants to talk about it. So I don't know, money and income. When I dug really deep, I realized that, well, first of all, let me ask you, money and income. If you had to think about it and really like get real with yourself, it's just you and I here, nobody else is here. So if you really had to think about it and you say, okay, money, is it, is it an amount that I'm trying to get or is it that I'm trying to reach a certain value in my life? Like, what do you value in life? And maybe that will make you understand that money is not necessarily about the amount of money. Am I debunking anything for you here? Like, it could be that money is just a metric, just like the scale we use just as a metric to weigh ourselves. Money could be used as a metric and it could be that what you want the money for is more of the value in your life. What do you value in life? What are your goals? When you realize that it's not really an amount of money, then money won't be your North Star anymore. It's basically, and for me, I'm only speaking from experience, of course, that money is really about the value of what that could bring to your life or to my life, right? What experiences could that income or money bring? Well, for me, it was always like, I want to bring my family to Disney. We've always gone every other year. Every other year we go to Disney. And I always wanted to be able to say, hey, look to my family. I saved this money. We're going to Disney. We're not going to, we're not going to worry about the $7 waters. You know, we're just going to go to Disney and enjoy it the way that I want us to enjoy it. And that would be carefree. That would be if we want to go eat at a restaurant, we don't have to worry about, oh, no, we don't have the money. We got to, we have to eat a salad today and we can have a milkshake and that's it. Like, like, I just don't think that's fun, you know? So for me, and this is my personal story, you would have your own personal story. But for me, it was like, it was more about what the value could bring to my life or the lifestyle that money or income could actually bring to our life. It was kind of like a certain standard of living that I was hoping to achieve more so than a number of the money in the bank or the number of the money of that paycheck. So think about it. Is it is it that you want to focus on what the money can bring you? Like, do you want to experience certain things? Do you want to experience certain events in your life? Do you have a certain goal? And maybe it is a monetary goal. Is there a certain type of house you want to live in? Is there a certain neighborhood that you want to live in? Is there a certain area you want to live in? 
do you want to bring your family example to Disney? Like, that's just one of my go-tos. Is there a certain car that you want to save for? You guys know that I saved for five years trying to get the vehicle that I wanted. And now I know what my next vehicle is that I want, and I'm going to save. I'm going to save and save and save for that because it's just something that I want. It's not a status symbol. It's something that I want to strive for. And that's my own personal thing. I love cars. I love nice luxury items. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that I'm rich. It doesn't mean that I'm snobby. It just means that I like that. I strive for that. And that's what makes me feel happy, you know, not happy in that fulfillment of like people can do, but just those are the things that bring me good vibes and makes me feel good. It's a personal thing. So one of the goals when we went to Disney initially was also to stay at the Swan and Dolphin Hotel. I don't know if you guys have ever walked through there. It is the most fabulous, in my opinion, hotel ever. Like, I love the Swan and Dolphin. It's definitely my favorite hotel. I know there's other, others that are way better. I've heard all about them. But um, the Beach Club, I heard, was super nice. I've never walked through it. The Floridian, I heard, was I heard was awesome. I've never walked through it. But for me, the Swan and Dolphin is my jam. I love staying there. I think it's beautiful. And one year we actually got a suite, which was amazing. We had a little bit of an upgrade for whatever reason. I don't remember. I think it was either points or my husband knew somebody or something. But that was absolutely my favorite trip. But whatever your pie in the sky goals are, think about why that is and think about is money when you when you say or when you think I wish I made more money or I don't have enough money to do that why or are you not budgeting maybe on the things that you know I, I know it's easy to say make a budget but when you're living paycheck to paycheck and I've been there I know that that's very hard to budget because I would laugh too. I'm like, budget? There, there's no room for a budget. Like, I'm just trying to stay afloat, right? Especially with all of everything that's happened over the past two years. I mean, we were highly affected. My husband lost his job because he, again, was in the hospitality industry and nobody was traveling. So you guys know what that means. I mean, that was a full year with no income and that was not pretty. That was not pretty at all. But if we're talking about moving forward and progressing in life and and trying to live the style or lifestyle or experience the things that you want to experience, you've got to come head to head with money and you've got to be able to debunk whatever's in your head, whatever is making you uncomfortable talking about it. And again, I can't recommend Dave Ramsey enough for you to grab his first book, second book, all of his books. He's amazing. Listen to him on his podcast. Um, he is just wonderful. And you'll find what lane you're in. You know what I mean? Like he addresses all types of money issues, but you can figure out other people have done it. And it's so inspirational to see what people have done. And it doesn't mean that their salary actually increased. It means that they learned to manage the money that they had in a better way. And they were able to start budgeting for things that they were hoping to experience in the future years. And sometimes that can be like a year out. Sometimes it can be five years out, but sometimes things happen. Like I see people that got out of debt and actually started creating the life that they wanted within like 12 months 
11 months, 10 months, if you really dial in and hone in on it. You know, anything that you focus on becomes larger and it becomes your primary goal. Little things, like I've got I've got some friends that they love to go out and that's amazing. They love to go out to eat a lot and they love to go out every weekend, you know, having cocktails. And let's face it, cocktails these days, last that I knew, I haven't drank, of course, since 2017. And I'm okay with that. I like the way I feel not drinking. I can still hang out with people that drink. It doesn't bother me at all. I still have a great time. But I don't drink alcohol. But you guys, last I knew a dirty martini was like $15. And then all these little frappes and I don't know what they're called, mocha, vanilla, whatever, these little cute coffees, you guys, those things are like $8. I mean, these things add up. And those are the type of things that for me personally, I had to cut out the little stops, the little things, because it felt like it's only $7. It's only $8. It's only, you know, that, that was my story. But when I started saying, nope, that $8 is going to go in my savings account. And that is going to go toward our Disney trip those $8 started adding up. And it really does have a snowball effect, which is quite amazing. So if you're, if you've got, like, if you're in a job, and then you decided to get maybe a side hustle doing something, and you guys know that I, I help fitness coaches. If you want to become a health and fitness coach, I can totally get you a little side jam where you can make a little bit of extra income on the side. You don't have to be fit. You don't have to be full time, but it is a way to actually help people and actually produce a little bit of side income. And that, or you could sell, I don't know, sell jewelry or whatever it is you do. If you've got a side jam, I just want you to realize that it's not ever a little business. If you're selling on eBay and selling on Poshmark, I want you to realize that that's not going to be your income. That's going to be your side jam. That's going to be your income. It's not little. It's not little. Don't belittle your dreams. Whatever it is you want to manifest, you can actually make it happen. I want you to be in a place that makes you happy. So in order for you to figure out what that is, you probably need to get your money situation straight. That's not everybody. I'm just saying most of the time, a lot of arguments are caused over finances. I mean, it's stressful, but nobody wants to talk about it. So just if you could figure out your own money situation? What do you want to make to happen? What do you want to make happen? And how do you need to make the change? What do you need to do? If the effort that you are doing right now is not resulting in the life that you want to have, you've got to make a shift. Work for your dreams, not for someone else's. That was a big one for me. I was tired of working for other people. I get it. Corporate job, insurance, all the perks, all the fluff of corporate America is what we all strive for. Well, my dad worked for Delta Airlines. They screwed him over. My husband worked for a huge, huge hospitality, hotel industry, um, corporation. They screwed him over. After that, I was like, forget it. I'm tired of working for everybody else's dreams. I want to build my own brand. I want to be, I don't care if it's little, it's mine. It's my baby. 
GlitterU.com is my baby. I love it. And I'm going to make it whatever I want to because it's my dream. Nobody else's. So when you're working really hard for someone else's dream, work on the side maybe for your own dream, right? Whatever that may be. Um, I don't... I guess to get you started, the effort, again, the effort that you're doing, if it's not resulting in the life that you want to have, you need to shift. So does that mean like you want less stress? You want to pay off certain bills? You want to, I don't know, get certain dollar amount in your savings account? What do you want to experience? And what are your dreams and goals? As emotional as it is, and it should be. It should be emotional. It should be a reality check, which is the worst part. Swallow the pill, sit down, figure out what your finances look like. If they're good, bad, or ugly, swallow that pill and then decide, okay, let me put that aside right now. What do I want it to look like? And then mesh the two together and figure out a way to to build a bridge to start moving in that direction, to start evolving in some other way, make some kind of shift. Even if you have to stay in the job you're in and start something on the side, that's starting, that, that's still evolving. Or if you're in a job and you know that there's like another position that you could really strive for that would get you more income, if that's your goal, then strive for that. There's got to be movement. We don't want to be stagnant. If you're a stagnant person stuck at a desk job and you hate it, you're probably not listening to my podcast. If you are somebody that is behind a desk and you know that you'd like a little bit more, you have bigger goals, then you're either going to step it up, try to move and, and ask your boss maybe for a raise even. Um, take on another responsibility or start your own side jam, whatever that looks like for you. That, that's my two cents. I'm not a financial advisor. I do recommend Dave Ramsey. And today's podcast was a little bit more serious, but nobody likes to talk about money and income goals. And it's just something that we have to put on our big girl panties and tighten our ponytail. And sometimes we have to really, really Look at it, go through the emotions of it, if it's good, bad, or ugly, and sh make a shift. And that's what I encourage you to do for the next year coming up. And you guys, I told you, you're always welcome to be a coach on my team. A coach on my team would be um, coaching fitness, health, and wellness. You guys can do that simply. You can help with nutrition. You don't have to be certified. You don't have to be an expert. Um, and you don't have to have like a big, social media following or any of that stuff too. So if you're interested in that, maybe as a side hustle, let me know. Otherwise, there's plenty of things out there. You can get on Etsy. You can start selling on eBay. You can sell on Poshmark. You can revamp your closet. You can probably sell a million things that are sitting around your house. You can... Um, you can do all kinds of things. Start your own blog and then maybe get ads put on the blog or, you know, start your own podcast. You guys, there's all kinds of ways, especially in 2021 in today's, um, a today's USA and we're going into 2022 and there's just so many opportunities out there. So don't get lost in the shuffle. Don't get left behind. Stay up with it. Learn it. Challenge yourself to learn more and to grow. I hope you are ever evolving in all aspects of your life. Love you. Talk to you next time.
Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to Heather's Get Unstuck podcast. Her goal is to help as many women as possible, and if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact Heather's efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find Heather on Instagram at GlitterU, her website at www.glitteru.com, and or join the free Get Unstuck community Facebook group.